There you go. Um, so today we got a, a couple of guests. We got um, Cryptic and we got our homie gang. And we are going to talk about a rapper that we've we've touched upon quite a bit throughout the history of this podcast. But um, we're going to talk about Vortal Mega today. We're going to do a, uh, we need to talk about Vortal Mega. So I guess. Adam's fan is a large destructive amount. I don't know the rest of it. Always I, am, I, am, I am. I am. I uh, am. Still a rocker, by the way. Hello. Oh, what's yeah, the next? What's the? Else. What's the rest part of it? It's Adams fam is the smallest destructive amount. Oh, wait, wait, then... No, no, no. I'm from the Adams fam, and it's the small things that count. And the Adams uh, large small thing with a large destruction amount. Destruction amount. amount. Right. Close, some sir. rapping motherfuckers uh, listening to the old shit, y'all. Listeners, we got this old, like, dedicated, dusty treasure hunt pack from our guests. <laughs> they, they dug into the thing. And uh, I'm just going to show y'all. A lot of I'm emails. Gonna let, I'm going to let a lot Oscar, of emails. you know, continue hosting. But these were some rapping motherfuckers. You, you want to know a rapping, rapping motherfuckers? These were some <laughs> rapping motherfuckers. Yo, raps. I'm talking raps on top of raps, like the project of raps. 18 floors of the raps. 90 <laughs> bar minimum. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. the bar count. Oh, Forget fashion. that. Yeah. There was no such yeah. thing as a bar count. Was no. a bar count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just right um, right till you stop. Yeah. So yeah, so for those that don't know, uh Cryptic Guy and Gang are part of a crew called the Adams Family. Um, or were part of a crew. I don't know. I don't know what the status of Adam's family <laughs> is. Um, you know, it's a bunch of people that don't really talk to each other anymore. <laughs> except us. Um, except us three now, apparently. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like loosely affiliated. <laughs> um, but so the Adams family is where Vortal got his start. So for those of you who don't know, and if you listen to our podcast, you should know, Vortal uh, is one of the rappers from the group Cannibal Ox. Mortal started as part of the Adams family. And um, I think maybe we should start just everybody sort of giving their first experience on how they came into Vortal. Uh, you know, Crip and not Crip, uh, Curly and Zilla, you know, if you want to touch into this, I don't know if you have any experience with Mortal in person or if it's just through record. Um, like, so I, I encountered um, Vortal, like just rest of us civilians on that first, um, where everybody knew can up um company flow was kind of um disbanding so but they would still put out things here and there and they had labeled the um company flow single the dpa mm. um simple mm-hmm. uh and drug single and so you get it it's a nice illustration on the front as um def jux was known to do that time but then you flipped it and it was this whole other group and they had cannibal in the name it was like what are these guys? i mean literally didn't hear hide no hair. I didn't. I didn't know any of the leaks, mixes. I wasn't even in New York at the time. I was in Philly, so that I wasn't into the um, plug, plug into the underground. So I didn't hear nothing of that. And straight off the DIC and Iron Galaxy was on it, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know what I'm saying? Um, ironically, Border would damn near change his style almost immediately after those songs, but that mm-hmm. definitely was an attention grabber for me. And um, uh, Vast has some classic lines, but Vorta with the machine gun style. And um, I, what, what caught me with Vorta was 
at first, if you listen to him, you're not paying it. You, you, you I, I'm saying this, you pick up like Jules Santana. He has um, that type of flow, the um, metronomy with a little swing, and you think he's saying the same words, but he's not. And it mm-hmm. goes even further than just like being obsessed with T-I-O-N words. And you're like, oh, word, you know what I'm saying? Native and nature and like, and it's mm-hmm. like really, he had, he had, to me, Vortos came off like an engine that he just kept revving up. And if he wanted to, he would keep going. And especially on those Cold Vein songs, he definitely was almost keep going. So like that seemed like his style or whatever. So um, that was, it was that, that single, that 12 inch, I went and bought that. And when I flipped it, it flipped my, it flipped everything for me. Cause that was my first introduction to Vortal through the um, Cannibal Ops. Mm. Yeah. I think, I, think my, I think my shit was uh, I probably said on the Canox episode. I went Cashew. You remember? You remember Q Records? Oh, Sound Street. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember. Yep. I remember walking there with uh, my man Noah. Shout out to Noah. Um, he formerly a good music. <laughs> now he's like a VP at Columbia Records or some shit. There's a, there's a dude where we would be like listening to Mad Lib and Bjork and Canox all day. Then you end up working for Kanye, which is hilarious. So we were at the basement of Q Records. And I, I, I saw the, what, what was the single? It was the B-Boy Alpha was on one side. What was the other side? Vane. Vane. I remember playing B-Boy Alpha being like blown the fuck away. Just standing there in the basement. Like, what the fuck is this? And uh, Vane to me was kind of like a letdown only compared because B-Boy Alpha. Like that whole buildup mm-hmm. with an acapella and then that break comes the, in. The organ. Like yeah. the long organ intro and then yeah. And then when Vortal straight out of the depths of hell reflect the second inhale, like and I was like, well, who are yeah, these yeah, dudes? Yeah. So um by the time the record came out, I was super amped. But like I remember at the time dealing with Vortal being like, I, I'm gonna get through this dude to get the vest, because I was all about vest. Like Vortal was like, all right, you know, kind of just deal with this verse for a while till I get to the main guy. Cause Vast was kind of like they were like the sweet and sour. Like Vast was giving me the punchlines, you know, the memorable shit. And like even people I was meeting that knew that record would, would be quoting Vast. No one was quoting mm. Vortal that mm. I knew. And then as years and years went by, I started catching like how ill Vortal was. Like by the time he went solo with like like Young Havocs and all that, that's when I was like, Oh, gotcha, you know, four years later. And then it was like so then every time I listen to Canox now, like I'm paying attention to him. And then when I think we said on the Canox episode, when you listen to Iron Galaxy now, you know, where he's like, you know, like doing that shouting, Life's ill, sometimes life might like you can hear where Woods got his shit from like that that talking yelling rap exactly and exactly it didn't, it didn't occur to me till i was playing can ox last year again which kind of kicked off like our biggest episode at the time where i was like oh now, and then you know the rest of the album he don't rhyme like that he's not so amped mm. but you guys have all said different points like that was his style for a long time like the yelling like super yeah. powerful shit cutting through everybody so uh yeah like as time went on his voice you know his shit got more sparse and scarce it's like it's kind of dope because like at least for me it gave me time to like understand him and catch up whereas like vast kind of just kept like making more and more left turns away from the style i fell in love with with, uh with with, uh with colvain vortals kind of like remained the same like the same type of style where it's like it's like puzzles you just keep putting together you're like oh Mm -hmm. damn this is it's like more fulfilling of a listen you know, even though, like, I think, like, some of his solo stuff is, like, very high and very low, but even when it's not as great, he's still dope. 
You know what I mean? I just think like his beat right. choices sometimes are off, but yeah, right. That that that's been like my Vordo. Uh, yeah, my, my going Vordo. going back to Vordo was definitely rewarding when you um when you encounter the cat. And I, I I totally parallel with Z like Bass was like the sizzle, you know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. um, but you know we all know we we have our opinions about Vass, but Vass was like the fire that burnt real bright, real quick. And um, and then kind of went out, but the embers were still going. And that was that was portal. Like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Like this guy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I echo some of Zilla's sentiments. Definitely. I, I always used a uh, a boxing analogy for them. Like Vass was coming out swinging huge punches. Mm-hmm. Vortal would just jab you to death. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's the great one. Like three albums straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. Hey, hits, he was a solid technician. Hits. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What did he um when y'all knew him younger, was that like was that part of his mode, like being a technician? Like some technician rappers like they, they go in with that, or was that just his style? You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, go. Go ahead, go ahead. yeah. Uh well, yeah, to, I think this will answer that question. Um my first encounter with with Vortal was through a song that I'll be quoting later called Sperm Sample. And it was yeah. via, uh, I believe it was via Cryptic um, who gave me the first tape dub of that. And then yeah, Alaska, probably. yeah. And then Alaska may, may have followed. Um, but yeah, um, Insane, it had a live bass on it, I believe. And Yeah, I believe it ridic- did, yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple versions of it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was studying them today. Um, I heard the later one. So I think it was like 97 when, when that was recorded. And, um, it was just, you can tell from the first version to the second version, how Vortal had found that strange pocket that he weaves in and out of and sort of more of his voice that then turned into, a, a sort of that, that projecting, that strong, that strong, powerful projecting that like yes. he carried on through. And I guess you really last heard it on Iron Galaxy. Now that I think about it, um, I would I would always say Metal Gear, which is the first mm-hmm. Cannibal Ox song so that they're you know <laughs> that they've recorded. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yep. um, but and speaking he, of that projecting, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't I, when I speak of irony, don't always want the listeners not to know. I don't believe like coincidences. So like things are mm-hmm. meant to be, but it's just. The irony of that projecting style is how much work he did with um, with Billy Woods, right? You know, that's post post the group stuff where he right. kind of goes a little back into the projecting style, and that is actually Woods' style that projecting um, the orator type, um, you know, dictating boom, 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 you know, hitting you. And, uh, absolutely, and and furthermore to that, um, to to paint more the congru or the concurrency between Bortel and Woods they're both over the line writers they're both mm-hmm. the way that they oh, land their rhymes yeah. you can't you can't it's not standard pocket it's, it's not it's you know spills at, over. it yeah. spills over and yeah. you, you, you know what it, it always kind of hits you this Who guy right here yeah his style alaska yeah leads into but he but he has he has the internal rhymes that mask mm-hmm. it and it's very evident on that, um, what's that TV appearance? Because I went searching Cannibal Ox stuff that everybody kind of knows you for last year. He had the, um, the, um, the, the MTV the, shit. That's the MTV first, joints, yeah, 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 yeah. The MTV one or the 88 hip hop that I did with Vast? Ooh. So the oh, one with the, the mic. The one you have the microphone. Yeah, yeah that the, was 88 That's the one I'm talking about. 
I've never and seen that's that a good, I'm just check that when you search Cannibal Ox, it's like one of the first things comes up. And, and it's, comes up? yes, yeah, and his style, style the whole thing too, and it's straight freestyle. It's not because that's idiot hip hop. Not, to, not to give anybody secrets, but I know that's probably your your safety is when you get to the end of a bar. If you don't have the next bar, you'll just rap those last two couple of words yep. to spill you into the next. And you were yeah. doing it, and you was he was going. And there is something to be said, I'm getting off topic. When you're not holding a mic with your hand, there's something mm. else going on. Lapel yeah, mics, true. Um, yeah. acoustic performances, this other stuff going. And I'm not talking, listen, I'm not talking about rap hands. That's a whole nother level. We'll even have a show about that. But when you don't yeah. have to hold the mic and you could just kind of talk straight, there's a lot of things yeah. going on. So I tell all listeners to check that out. Very, well, very, it, very. It very builds important. on that cipher energy, right? Because it's like yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. cipher yeah. shit right there. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and, and yeah. look, and and Vass didn't want to go along, so he did stuff, and he still had locks at this point. He said, "Alaska, like come here." Oh wow! I called work for come, come in here, and then Alaska was like, "Yeah, I'm not passing this." It's, it's the <laughs> cipher moment when you're like, "Oh no, he's not passing." It was one of those moments where I was like, all right, I'm in the zone, and I'm not stopping. <laughs> was, was, yeah, was, was Alaska wearing a fucking Red Sox hat? No, no, it wasn't. Wind I was wearing no like yeah, a fleece jacket he had on. Spiky um blonde highlights. That's the one. No, what are you <laughs> talking about? I think I had the smash mouth frosted tips. <laughs> My man had the frosted. <laughs> no, but you did know. have like um there was a little spikiness to the top of the head. It was it wasn't all, <laughs> was it? it wasn't flat out. Wait, wait, I wasn't sure if I had the season. Did he have a visor on upside down backwards? I did, yeah, and I have my sunglasses <laughs> on the back of my head. But you did have the windbreaker, or maybe it was even Columbia double layer because there was two zippers down, so you had to yeah. just. It was it was a fleece. It was a fleece vest, and I think maybe a fleece jacket over it. Oh, he was looking good. He had the little yeah. no Fire. mustache, just the just hey. a little chin, just a little uh, yep. chin. Uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, pie may he just had the pie may no mustache. He's killing it, <laughs> killing it. <you> know? <laughs> he was wearing the white the white South Carolina Cox hat with the sweatpants. Right across the front. <laughs> oh my god but that was that's see that's another thing though with these these like on sperm sample that was the group prior to ox that Bortle was in and that was a duo between Bortle and alaska and that combination between the word between like the the wittiness of of just being able to continue the word the words that sound the same but mean different things like whatever you want to call that like double triple quadruple entendres or whatever mm -hmm. it is like mm -hmm. that wordplay i mean that was a thing that was evident uh, that was like the first thing you would notice maybe um other than like voices and, and interesting like like unique deliveries uh in the whole adams family collective like heads loved wordplay and that Absolutely. was like Yep. Double, yes. triple, you know, I mean, people just repeating the word, but, or a word that sounds like the, that last word, but then it's just. And not mm -hmm. just as a byproduct of style. Like, um, I always compare people when you talk about sped up flows, gang, like mm. um, the Chicago and the Midwest, all that, hey, hey, do or die and stuff. That's, right, that's that right. chopping, even from LA back then to, um, oh, yeah. what was the, the good life, the chopping. But chopping yeah, is, is, a, is a function of style. Da -da -da -da. You're stopping yourself. What um, was cultivating with Adams and Alaska and all them and Criff was really like, okay, we're going to keep that chopping style, but the words are all going to be important in that. I'm yeah. not just going just gonna to cheat with some rhyming phrases, you mm -hmm. know, Cadillac, sm smack a crack. No, we, it's going to be like Cadillac so into Galac. Like, you know I what I'm saying? I can give an like, example. It was like, 
It'd be like, your ludicrous unit is not luminous. In lieu of this, you lose your ship in my loose eclipse of fit and looseness words that cover lunar surfaces to lunacy surfaces. You know, like <laughs> shit like just, that. <laughs> we're not just playing. Listeners, we that's do what this. That's we what do saying. this. We are speaking from experience. That's the name Ernie. of this episode. Experience, Vorder. <laughs> hearing was, that, like hearing what was that, that verse. What was that? That was from, I think it ended up on like an It song. I think so. Yeah, I think it's F the Herd, maybe. No, it's we... not F the Herd. It's um the other song we did that day. Uh, Poetic Equation. Poetic mm. Equation, right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I got fired, and then I went straight to Cryptic's house. <laughs> and let it all out. Yeah. Un- unloaded the clip. No, nah, that... <laughs> though, and, and I mean, hands let you out like that, though? They just fired you middle of the ship? That's fucked up, though. I mean, you know, it wasn't like that. Wait, what did oh, you say? I used to get fired. Yeah, it's precious team. It didn't let you Alaska, don't even worry. I used to get fired from my old groups all the time. Sessions, shows, all, like, you know. Z didn't <laughs> let me in the house one time. He told me, like, yeah, come around back. They were having a meeting. I think they were talking about me. Yeah, we were talking. Because when I came in the room, it was like, shh. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how's your day? How you doing? Um, Chris. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, gang. I'm sorry, gang. I mean, no, no, finish uh, my bus. I mean, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much done. I mean, uh, you know, to me, like, Vortal, Vortal always kept, regardless of whether or not he was yelling, or not yelling, but projecting loudly, <laughs> or, um, you know, more in his um, later cold vein style and 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 style that followed. Um, he always kept the emphasis about his words and about his delivery and the way that he mm. would sort of twist words around to either find the pocket or, you know, create a new meaning out of them. He spun images. He was, you know, he was like the master of the run on sentence rhyme. You know what I mean? His mm-hmm. shit was always dense. And and that was the interesting part, like hearing like Alaska <clears throat> back to back with Vortal. Also with Vast too, they were like, it's, it's like this polar opposite thing. Like Alaska and Bortle boxed in a different way where it was like, like Alaska had this crazy, like, I mean, still does like a ra- this rapid fire action to his, to his, to the speed of the words that are coming out. And this word, like the breath control was crazy. Like just, you know what I mean? And then, and then, and then Bortle in those days, like had more like, yeah, just like the most, like he would just stuff down like descriptors, like just, just everything was the most descriptive thing just to talk about one, like you, you'd use like five bars to describe one object. Nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. Yeah. That, that George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin bar. Word, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's, it's, it's interesting to see then, like, I got, we'll talk about it, I'm sure later or whatever, but um, to see how that, then shifted into what was going on on, on Cold Vein and mm-hmm. and so forth. But um, yeah, I mean, after that, I, I met him shortly, briefly afterward, and you know, we 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 connected because he was in he was in Harlem and I was I was in Manhattan, like not too mm-hmm. you know, I was a couple couple twenty someone thirty forty odd blocks before, below him, but and he was on the west side. But yeah, um, you know, we had that sort of like city kid thing. So yeah, we um we connected like very quickly and would be on the phone plus like our ages we were we were he was what a year and a half i think or you know he had a year or maybe two years over me um i believe uh, i think two uh, two yeah at least two years um so he was like 19 
18, 19 when I first met him. I was 16, 17. So I don't know how that math comes out. But anyway. Man, y'all motherfucking rap, WonderCon, Phenoms. I was going to college and getting in debt. And um, no, I, I came up with some decent MCs in college. But that I, when, yeah, when I would meet on. cats, no, but when I would meet cats, like, no, I came up with uh, that cat Caution. Y'all might know him. Um, uh-huh. My man Brody Boy Ace. Um, he was. He, they they went to school with me while I was there. Brody Boy Ace, that's some filthy yes. shit, dog. Yo, Brody Boy he Ace. is nasty. I seen this cat battle with a vein popped out the side of his neck. <laughs> wait, 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 Castro, you went to school with Caution from from like Philly? Yes. Caution? Yeah, Black Ops. Yeah, I went to school with Whoa, him. Whoa, yep. crazy, yep. yo, that cat that was boy. Neat. Um, that cat is nasty. Got Paradise. They all wrote together, and and the boy Brody. I will never forget this. Like it was like a picture. I know I'm off topic, but he had this vein popping out the side of his neck, and then um he says something like, "And you lost it, and y'all are all gonna rethink what you thought was raw shit." And mm. like, <laughs> crazy. Like he's, I said, "Oh, and I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm rethinking it right now. Was that raw? Like it was just." So anyway, um, damn, that's uh, crazy, uh, bonk, bonk. But I remember when I would meet cats because I, I didn't get into rhyming until I got through college and stuff. And I would meet cats, and I didn't. I was a ball player in high school. I didn't rap, and so I was like, damn, when did y'all? When, you, you're 15. You're doing this, so like you know, like um, and, uh, and shout out to Prem. Prem was young as hell, getting up and going overseas. I would, I was just admirable. So we, when I hear stories of Wardle, um, and um. Same thing with how people got so excited about Earl. When you, when you hear this certain mm. level at this mm. age, that's, it's that Nas particle. With, with, listen, mm. you don't understand, it's this God particle that we've all been chasing since Nas hit. And it's like, when you're that age, but you seem so wise, and how can Prodigy. you act this well at this age? Prodigy, Pete, Vulture. Definitely. And it's like, where did you, where did you get your advance? Because I'm, you know, I'm, just, I'm just getting rolling, and you're already running downhill with it. You know? and, um, and I think Vorta went upon inspection that when I heard the ages and I was very impressed. So yeah, sure. just, uh, salute yeah. to all of that. Indeed, just just to follow up on that, cause I met him, I think I might've met him before Alaska did, but um, I met Vortal, he was 16. Yeah, same, about the same. Yeah, so, and to also flip back to the, the projection shit, like I met him in a cypher outside of New York and, and he stepped into the cypher and was fucking loud. And yep. voice echoing off the building at like two in the morning, screaming about Love. GoBots and robots and Transformers. <laughs> and shit. Yeah, GoBots like, to robots on Cybertron. That's exact verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then I found out his name was Wardle, and I found out we were in the same crew. That's the other thing with Adam's family. There were so many of us. I didn't oh. meet half of them. I met Vast in the cipher. <laughs> I met Vast in the record. Who has the record for meeting the most Adams members? Like, like actually bumping into the most of y'all. Cryptic, probably me. Yeah, for sure. I I I recorded songs with half of them, so. Got you, though. Yes. But um, yeah. So that was my introduction to Vortal in a cipher after I'd already heard about him and heard his name, and then the first time I recorded with him, again back to the projection shit. You know, I I've recorded a million MCs at this point. I'm, I have the mic level set to where I think it's gonna be. <laughs> that shit was off the chart red. I kept turning it down. I'm like, I don't think this shit goes down anymore. You gonna have to step back from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah, sounds like Z talking to me this too. When we first no, I know Castro's level, dog. Turn that bitch to the left, <laughs> <laughs> all the way down. But yeah, I mean. And all that shit about about his style, the run-on sentences, 
it was very deliberate. But mm. the, the flip side of it is every t every take was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. nice. Every single take, the pocket was in a different place. So he didn't write to beats. He just wrote and wrote. Yeah. And wrote, oh. Had, had all the internal rhyme schemes and would just kind of figure it out. Yeah. And, and during the, time, the recording? During As the he's recording. laying, he's kind of, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and the other flip side of that is half the time he'd fuck up halfway through the verse and freestyle the rest. And that's yeah. what we would keep. So and that's listeners. That's the legend. Go we'll listen to the that. Always keep and, the mistakes. Always. And you will find that you will find some weird blends where is he freestyling the last 12 bars of this? Who uh -huh. knows? Yeah. Sure. Yep. For sure. That's dope. But, um, but that's definitely um, dope to know about that crypt in terms of like the energy that was going on. Specifically for Coven, and obviously that's the mythic Bible. Everybody wants to know how did they how did they do that? But to hear that those those things were kept shows that L and everybody was like, "Yo, we we can't harness this energy. It's really like just let it roll, let it go, yeah. and you know don't don't clean it too much." Um, and and that's what I'm saying when I was introducing y'all as some rapping ass motherfuckers. Like there's gems in there if you're willing to um mine, if you're willing to mine and slice Facts. and stuff. Um, Zilla works with an artist um who's actually a really good graphic artist. People know him, Dewey Saunders. And sometimes, I'm not giving his shit away, but uh, certain songs he'll give Z just like bars. And um, and Z and his other partner, shout out my man Rick, Rick Pride, right? They'll pick out, oh, this sounds good as a hook. And then boom, this song just is just kind of growing from this this uh, this set of this heavyweight stuff. Exactly. So I, I, you know, some artists really, you could, if you could mine, you could find the diamonds right up in there. Um, yeah. I think maybe um, like my beat, a lot of their hooks, Sound like verses, so I know for sure yeah. they didn't sit there. Yeah. Hey, who's who got the hook? No, they like, I got some, I got bars like, yeah, double it, double it. Crew worthy like, blood shed and tears yeah. through the years, so um, so Vordo's latest stuff, um, Crip to just slant through that, and I'm gonna let you finish. Um, I feel like there was a little bit of that, like his songwriting was very interesting on the structures that he developed as a solo, solo artist, um, later on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can hear it just because I've recorded with him so much, but like specifically on Cold Vein, there's definitely a couple of joints where he just kind of, you can tell he just yep. like lost the flow and just started freestyling it. And I don't think a lot of people realize it. Maybe it's just because we all know him so well, but he definitely, he just had that ability to do it and no one would stop him. And I'm glad, I'm really glad that L was on the same, like just let him go, record it, yeah. keep it cut off a word here because he'd, he'd go for like 80 bars. You had to cut him yes. short and, and, and echo out the last last word and make it seem like it was supposed to end there. And then like, yeah, it's crazy. He even Mark. says on Colvain, that's all I got. So oh, he I ain't got an end piece. Right. Yeah. I ain't got an yeah. end piece. Yeah. So he probably yeah. went where people think he was going to go further for that one. He's like, that's all I got. My favorite verse of his that I will touch on later, I know for a fact almost that he did freestyle maybe like the last eight, 10. I'm curious no, to I'm no. curious to hear that one. I yeah. I get yeah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two in my mind that are like woo woo woo. <laughs> one of the other things that Crip didn't bring up about Vortal's process was when you get in the studio with Vortal, he almost always forgot to bring his raps with him. Yep. So he would have to call his mom, who would then have to find his notebook and figure yep. out what he wrote in that notebook in his in his graffiti chicken scratch. And then and they would like dictate. Wait, wait, wait. She read it back to him. Like he would read it back to him. And he would write New it down. York, the trains and yeah. talk. Yo, this uh, is like Peter Parker, <laughs> Spider Man, Aunt May shit. His mom. I, I heard of this story, right? but I thought 
that he he just asked mom, did you have? And he maybe ran back and got. Him. I didn't know that she was no spitting bars to him. This was clockwork was, too. Every time he every went time. in the studio. And wow, that's that's a great story. The other th- <laughs> thing about how he wrote, he didn't write on the lines because this was mm-hmm. in the age where we didn't want to type and shit. He wrote right. diagonally, yep. forty-five yep. degrees to the lines for whatever fucking right. reason. Wow, I have a weird uh, writing style. I know, too. I know. Yeah. Well, they always yeah. always explain. It was always explained that you can get more on a page that way diagonally. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh. So, so I, I write like um. I write like um. Shout out to uh to Barry Disco Vietnam. He dropped House of Rabbi Part Six today. Check that out. So hey. I write in these two columns where I start in this uh, left-hand column first because mainly because I got tired of turning the page and then uh, 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 right. dedicating my memory to what is on the other side of the page. So mm-hmm. when I memorize the rhymes, I would think of what's on that front page and then I kind of remember what's on the top of the other page if I went further. So I started mm-hmm. writing these freaking columns so I wouldn't have to flip just for one, so a 16 and it was just like, it was like one long column. No, actually, sorry. I start on the right, so I write one column down, and then I finish on the left column. Almost like you still, the, you still um, write with, a, with an actual utensil, a pen. When a I do, when I do, I, I write a lot with my phone now. I okay, okay. Write down, but if I have to jot something down, I still write in those columns. So sure. even if it's on a piece of paper or napkin or whatever, I still write in those two columns. So I've always done that. Word. Yep. Word. Yep. Well, we only took our first break, man. Come back. Hold on, let me let me. Oh, yeah, my last experience with uh, Mortal. So. Yeah, well, my my situation was similar to Cryptic's um, in that I met Vortal when he was very young. Um, we actually met Osiris Cloud at um, New Eureka Poets Cafe, and we were, like, ciphering in the bathroom there. Um, and he was like, you guys want to be an Adams family? And we were like, okay, <laughs> cool. So he was like, come. He was like, come you meet us. You have the mail and no proof of purchase. Or Nothing. And he was like, yo, we're going to all hang out on Saturday, so come meet us at the West Forest Station, and we'll meet you there. Mm. So I got there. He's, you know, they're like, be there. You know, we'll hang out around noon. I got there at noon. No one was there, were they? Nobody was there. (laughs) One o'clock, nobody was there. (laughs) Two o'clock, nobody was there. But I really wanted to be, like, part of, because, you know, I'd seen Adam's Family Ciphering, and I'd seen them perform. Nobody was up by the courts? They weren't up by the courts? No, nobody. They were like, we're going to meet on the platform. So eventually Vortal shows up at like 3.30 and he's like, you know, let's just go up to my, my crib. So we go there and it's like, you know, he lives, lived on 135th street. So we go, you know, from West fourth up to 135th street, we get there. His mom is there. His two little, his brother and sister are there. They're like three and four. Mm-hmm. And his mom was like, why are you bringing somebody to the house? And I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, don't worry about it. So we go to his room. I end up staying there for like two days straight. <laughs> I love it. Never met anybody else from Adam's family. <laughs> 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 and just Vortal and I like worked on rhymes the whole time. It was like, it was basically the perfect introduction to Vortal because it was like, mm-hmm. there was no time. There was no structure. Yep. It was just whatever was happening in that moment. And like his rhymes were like that. His, everything about him was just that way. Uh, the moment I think that's like a pretty much perfect <clears throat> distillation of the kid as he was and and mind you i was probably like 22 <laughs> which made it extra weird why are you bring this old guy to my <laughs> why is this uh, adult yeah, in our house right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait r- real quick i just connected the dots on something uh or reconnected the dots um first of all with the center of the web 
uh, wax. That's how I connected with you, Crip, because okay. that number was on the wax, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad people yeah. called the number, and it was just my fucking <laughs> your my landline. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna hit like a voicemail, or a pager, or something. I was like, no, hello, hello. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Good afternoon. Who is this? Is this CP Records? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> and then, um, was it on? Was it on the actual center cut label of the record? Um, where all the names of the groups of the various groups of the Adams family was in no, that, was, that, was that was printed on the, or that was on the, the Adams family the sticker. sticker the sticker the circular yeah. sticker right um so one day I think Vast had broken all those groups down to me because that's what he did and <laughs> uh, you know member by member and um you know so he was in a group with Osiris and Seth Hood I believe Carmichaelics. Wow, car mechanics, right? Like right. karma, karma. Mechanics. I totally oh, know that. Right. You didn't even God. have to explain it. I knew it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that is some nineties shit. All dreads. Exactly. You know what I mean, just some all oh dreads. All dreads. Dread, a dready <laughs> crew. Um, so, uh, reason why I bring that up is Genesis uh, was also. I feel like they rolled. They all rolled together, and they were. What they all went to like Washington. Well, most of them went, went to like Washington, Washington Irving. Irving. Yeah. Right, high school, um, which is down by I think the, it's like by Union Square, basically. It's yeah. like it's a crazy school. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like 17th Street or something like that. Right? That shit is wild, right? Yes. Um, it's and, also where uh, Pro and Prodigy go there too. Prodigy no, and uh, he went to Art and Design. Oh, okay. I yeah, he, he did. They, yeah. They both, somebody they both went to Urban. I know a bunch of people that went yeah, to Urban. Mad people. Somebody would have named. Somebody would have named. Mad people went to Urban for sure. Is that the school yeah. that Cap ran up in with a gun? Could be. Cap went Cap think, went to school in Manhattan. So it could be. Yeah. I know mm -hmm. there was he, I thought I thought it was Washington. He Irving. might have been he chasing. Might have he might have been chasing. But no, Washington Irving got some stories to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Washington Irving too. was crazy. I remember we were walking by it was Vortal and I and at and his partner at the time or whatever, and we were <laughs> walking through like it was like two thousand, two thousand one. And it's just like like Washington Irving kids after school and he's just like, Wow. This kid's just so mad. He's 16 years old with you all right? Like what the yeah. fuck is? And the shit is built like the way the school is built is just like like a few other schools that I you, I can name off the top in the city where it's just like the windows are like barred up and they're crazy mm -hmm. small. It just like looks like wow. it looks like prison. It's prison. Yep. Um, Only the strong shouts to that movie. <laughs> so be right um, back, yeah. Word, um, but isn't that wasn't I, I believe Genesis went to Irving as well, and pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Um, it, those are the was, four that started Adams Family: this Osiris, Bortle, and Vass, and they all went to school there with like right. uh, with Seth and uh, I think actually Kenyatta Black went there too. They're all like um, comic book artists. That's that's, mm -hmm. that's oh right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, yeah. I mean, Bortle had had. I seen some sketches that Bortle did. This oh, shit yeah, was crazy dope. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those kids were. Ill. Shout out to my man, Am our, our, our man Ammo, uh, yeah. MLF, uh, formerly known as, but he's he's like still on his comic book shit. Um, Damn. Yeah, uh, he's out there. He's out there, married, children, and all that. But yeah, so I just wanted to just wanted to like clarify, confirm that also, just because like. Those are most most of those people aren't really around in the documented way. You know mm, what I mean? Like they're yeah. not so present yeah. in the in the picture. So, 
Um, and Genesis was on Stretch and Bob first, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's how yeah. I found out who Genesis was on Stretch and Bob. So, and I was like, wait, I'm in his school. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, he killed those Stretch and Bob freestyles. Oh, yeah. But there was also insane. the story of Genesis that I always heard was that um, was, was OC on Wild Pitch? Yeah, he was yeah. signed to Wild yeah. It was. Yeah, so they were deciding between him and OC, and they picked yep. OC. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. No, no pun intended. That's crazy though. That's that's, <laughs> that's ill. That's yeah. ill. Um, and he was on Bob's team. He was the center for for Bobito Garcia's yeah. basketball team. Yeah. Oh, shit. This cat has seven. Like this cat has seven, seven. He was in the NBA. He he was on the Clippers. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who? He was on Genesis. The Clippers. Yep. What was his name? What's his real name? Yeah. Um, Neil. Uh, I'll I'll have to Google it. But I'm still right. I'm still Facebook friends with him. I can ask him. Yeah. He was oh, he was yeah, on shit. the Clippers. Then he played overseas for a little bit. Yeah, like that's that once paper. Adam started kicking off, I think he was already overseas playing, right? Mm. Yeah, he uh, he kind of he he dipped out of Adams because he was like a sweet, you know, he was one of the original members and he didn't know like ninety yeah. percent of the people in it, so he kind of fair. Out. But um, <laughs> he's still, I think he's still recording, he's still rapping. He went by. Wow. He, I think he changed his name to Genghis, actually. Yeah, like, Genghis. I think Genghis he did. Kong. Yeah. Yeah, Genghis yeah. Kong. But I think he's back to Genesis LX LXG or something. Something LXG, like right, 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 right. Yeah. Sure. Crazy. LXG. Uh, All right. So, I mean, let's take a, a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... Edit. Edit. It's Wrecking Crew. Raheem's Lament, the new project from me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro. Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We got all your favorite Wrecking Crew affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't even list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snapback. Joints are shipping now. Alright? Raheem Clement, all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm and Hammer on there. We got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got New Career Crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, the new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prem Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's Lament. Peace. Hey, this is Chuck Zilla. I just want to let you know, I have a new album out right now. It's called Terra Incognito. It features a lot of great raps from a lot of great rappers. Some of them, including Poison Pen, Just One, Alaska, Cryptic One, Eric Lamb, Ben Grimm, Juice Mega, and quite a few more over some, I'd like to say, slappers produced by yours truly. Terra Incognita is available right now at store.chumzilla.com. It is available on a limited edition solid black cassette tape, as well as digital through store.chumzilla.com, as well as whatever streaming service you'd like to listen to music on. Chumzilla, Terra, Incognita, available now through Raw Bar Records. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Bow. All right, and we are back. So, <laughs> back to Vortal. I mean, the, the dude's been rhyming for, what, like at least 30 years now? 
close wow. to it, it's right? Been that long. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I mean, you know, when we met him, it was like early '90s, so it's close to 30 years. Damn. So let's talk a little bit about how his style has evolved, because we talk about you know the early works and how it went into the Canox stuff, but you know, are there any sort of like key points that you guys see where you kind of saw his style changing from one thing to the next? And, you know, sort of what are your thoughts on that? Um, I have, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't want me to go first. I could, yeah, I sure. Could, yeah, I could definitely, pigeon, 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 pigeon was the first, pigeon was the second ox song that they recorded. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Man, that was really? the first. Yeah. Yeah. It was, metal, was that, metal Gear, then Pigeon, then, then Iron Galaxy. Look, Iron Galaxy look, look, the look wow. at the, the gods of album arrangement. Just because cause it's like towards the end, you know, so most of us wow. think this. Yeah, and then and then it was and then the way they paired it too was with one of the last songs they recorded. They they had the Scream Phoenix beat riding around on on tapes. Like I had that instrumental yep. off of a tape dub for a long time. That and Real Earth and a couple other songs. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> But Scream Phoenix, I believe, was one of the last songs they did. I think it might wow. be the last one they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So oh, wow. There's, there's some but, more. So that, was that a matter of them coming, like, you know, fully coming to realization of what the project was? Because, you know, the song sounds like that. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that beat, was, that beat was there for for a while. And I think they were just, like, getting, you know, they, they wanted to, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But, like, they were, you know, they were just working on the album. It was just. A beat. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. one of those moments where it's like, oh, like this beat is we can't fuck up with this beat. Like we right. can't fuck right. up. Right. And I, I'll do that. You'll hold on to the one you that doesn't really yeah. do perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes can... it and it's funny, sometimes it never works out perfectly like that when you're making that record, like whatever yeah. that song is, but it definitely did for them. Shit. For sure. Oh, see, I, for sure. I remember Vass called me and he was like, Yo, we're about to record the last song. It's it's basically Pigeon Part Two. And I was like, don't fucking record Pigeon 2, man. Pigeon is like mm. the illest shit. And then yeah. when I finally heard Scream Phoenix, I was like, all right, man, fuck it. I'm glad you did that shit. Right, but, right, um, right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. P- Continue what you were saying, gang. Nah, you good. Um, yeah, yeah, Pigeon was man. Pigeon was where Shamar, uh, for Revortal got his, I mean, just Revortal found that thing that I believe he was searching for for a while. Because like, mm. yo, you understand, like, well, actually, you can't, no one really can know this until this episode, really, because, like, you would have to have been, in, like, next to him, you know what I'm saying, to have, like, yep. understood mm-hmm. the fact that, like, you had have been recording him, like, cryptic, you know what I mean, like, or wow. working with him, like, Alaska and I and whoever, like, to know that this cat had so many verses recorded or so many verses written and mm-hmm. half recorded, you know, things that Crazy. he he never considered anything finished or didn't like anything like he that's why like that's that's probably why a lot of stuff never surfaced you know what i'm saying mm. like there's adam's collections and whatnot archives and whatnot on the band camp and it's wow. a lot there's not that much i don't feel like there's a lot of like written portal um documented on there um mm-hmm. aside from you know we may get into that joint later or whatever but like he was utterly a perfectionist and i feel like part of that came from his love for his wanting to connect something that he didn't find until pigeon yeah and it was Mm. it was it was this i mean every put it like this like every time we got on the phone every time we spoke about our enjoyment uh 
you know, our, our love and passion for like writing words down and, you know, connect, you know, people who do this shit, mm-hmm. it was always Ghostface, Raekwon, mm-hmm. you Peach. know, P. Yeah. Like heads wow. like that were like that. I mean, Ghost was his favorite, like Soul Controller off of wow. Iron Man was yeah. his favorite, most quoted yeah. song yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. He would so always quote the second verse too. The second verse is so oh, where the beat yeah. changes. I love that part. Oh man, it's like, what does he say? It's like brothers get lost, like SS Minnows. Minnows, oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Um, it's just something about um, the UFOs. Yes, he he's got a line about UFOs. Yep. Um, yep. But he anyway, crazy he, on Capadonna then too. If I, I yo, yeah, he used yeah, to yeah, Cap yeah, a lot then. Cap, Cap was like, yeah, because Cap was like another slang crazy language ling- ling- linguist you know what i mean like um mm-hmm. and okay. he's the one like vortal was the one who taught me how to listen for that like mm-hmm. like i came up on this shit like since fucking whatever 86 i was like listening like salt and pepper and like whatever you know what i mean whatever right. else was out there but like you're straight up like push it was like the first rap song i ever heard you know what i'm saying like as a wow. kid mm-hmm. nice um but uh you know coming up on just understanding like how to how like imagery and and and, and non sequiturs and whatnot like mortal was about that shit right so That's like fine. we'd have these long ass conversations almost every day talking about like x y and z um around that topic and and he just fe- just felt like he was trying to push and get at something with every mm-hmm. like new verse he wrote like prior to ox and then mm-hmm. Metal Gear happened, and it was like, all right, like we're in this new thing. Uh, obviously, like this was, you know, it was like, I mean, the versus killer. Um, obviously, like the new space, I think allowed him, maybe allowed him to sort of kick into something that he that then became Pigeon. And when he did Pigeon, you can hear the change in in, in the pocket in the tone of his voice, the projected, the projection, the delivery, you know what I mean? As well as like, just the way he was attacking the themes. And it wasn't mm. this like abstract. It was, I mean, it was, actually it was, it's very abstract, but it, he, bring, he brings it back down to like a street level that like, mm. you know, like his themes are all based, his imagery is all based around the shit that was in his direct, you know, surroundings. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't about. But it, it was. It, it was definitely like, um, yeah, the co- the connectivity. If, if I can jump in real quick, right. gang, because you had you had Vast there talking very um, comic booky and superheroine, like you know, yeah. far on, yep. like you know, mutant gene stuff. But then Vorta would be like, "Yeah, I got that, but I'm right here on the corner. I got to pay rent yep. tomorrow." Yeah, and right. it was that 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 boots to the ground, that barefoot. I'm in the soil, you know, mm-hmm. looking at the stars. We're connected, but I'm down here, and and that yep. that was the ill dichotomy between um the two of them. You know, the yeah. vast was very much talking about fantastical things like like we said, like Zilla said on um, the beginning of the episode, like he would draw you in with like you know big bright phrases and um mm-hmm. um colloquialisms you're you're familiar with in quotes, and then when you, you when you get in and you look close and you squint your eyes, then you see like Vortal with the like really like um rustic metal imagery like. It, and it, it's not a cliche to say, like, when Wardle rap, that was very New York. Um, yeah, absolutely. When you, hear, when you hear cats 100%. like Wiki, when you hear Wiki rap, or G-Dap, <laughs> G, G, G yep. or Scott T, I'm just talking about offshoots that, you know, people don't right. hear all the time, but mm-hmm. you know 
you know, the regional stuff, like Killer Mike's all in Atlanta all day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Too short. But like that New York, it might not even be a, a accent, the one I have, it might not even be a, a temper of, of Busta Rhymes. That's New York. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and like, Vordo definitely had that timber. Like, New York is coming out of my mouth. No matter where you're catching me, no matter where we're recording this, what yeah, we're yeah. talking about, there's going to always be that New York thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. No. I, well, I, I, I want to throw something real quick then when you just say both of them. Like, I think Vordo is age better because punchline rappers don't age well. Indeed. And it doesn't mean that Vest is like a flat punchline rapper because he has a lot of like, like the F word is a fucking universal, like timeless. But right punchlines are very topical, Z, right? They're time. They're yeah, like right. because because after you've heard you, when when you know that punchline's coming, after you know the fiftieth listen, it doesn't hit any as hard. Yeah, that's not like your but, personal memory of it. But Vordal, so many layers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like layers on layers. Like there's still stuff that I listen to on on Colvin that I'm like, oh shit. That's what he meant. Like twenty yep. years later, right. it's like right. it, it, that. That's what's wild. Whereas, like the punchline from Vass hit you on the first listen, whatever yeah, exactly. two thousand one, whatever. Well, it's well, it like might, watching the usual joke. suspects and watching Goodfellas. Right, yeah, right. Um, right. The right. Usual right. suspects right. doesn't have the replay value after the first. Once you know the secret, yeah, right. yeah, it just can't. Yeah. Right. But, but right. again, it's just like um, like that's why I was bringing up that little topical thing, and just you know, always trying to school listeners and, and, and rappers that want to try. It. So if you're doing a punchline, it's very like um, time stamp. You're talking about uh, the Kramer incident that happened on a certain date. You know what I'm saying? So if you're listening to that rap a couple of times, dissing Billy Clinton, you know the only Billy Clinton jokes that work now are the Goody Mob ones because those have really like deep seated conspiracy shit to it. Like I didn't right. get that back then, but like. If you're saying a, a punchline, you know what it is. You know, like I'm, I know it's like the one year, like like in one year, every rapper, like their punchline was like talk about Sonny Bono get like crashed. Yeah, that, 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 that <laughs> crash yeah, it's true. Right? Trees and, and Sonny Bono. Like, if, uh, like, if, uh, unless you're 45 years old now, you're like, what the fuck is Sonny Bono? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why do you keep so you, you, you might not even be able to rate to listeners like Z saying, but I, I always wary of um. And this is a tip for rappers: don't, if you can, put years in your rhyme, any way, shape, or form. Unless you're talking about something, you know, years later, vintage or something. But don't say in 01 and 09, like, those don't age well. You're already doing it. You're already putting yeah. the, the, the decay molecule in there. The clock is ticking. Right. talking about. It's 2004. <laughs> I went for oh, yeah. more. I don't want to hear it no more. Stop playing that. Close that door. Like, yeah. that's enough. <laughs> yeah. So, sure. can, can I add on a little bit to what Gang was saying? So I, I think Vortal in those early days was trying to find the language that he needed to use to get to Ox, right? Uh, so his, his actual delivery style changed. But like when we first met Vortal, he was all sci-fi. Oh, like he was sci-fi and comic every, books. Like every single bit of his his lyrical, visual lyrical, visual lyricism was sci-fi and comic books. And as we started getting more into more Adam stuff he would sprinkle less of that in there and he would sort of touch on more worldly topics. Like, I think he was getting comfortable and trying to find the language in order to describe his world around him. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that was shedding the, the protections that he put around himself mm. with like the sci-fi and the comic book shit. Definitely. By the time you got to Pigeon, he was comfortable enough to be like, this is actually just what's in front of me and I'm going to tell you how Boom. I see it. Exactly. Versus, so, yes. Like, what I, my, the way that I've always saw it was like, pre-pigeon 
his raps were totally about escapism. Like, yeah, I just totally want to leave my environment and go to this other place. Pigeon, he embraced that environment and brought the other place to his actual environment. Ooh. Yes. Like, yes. It was, it was bringing the sci-fi to the hood, not just escaping to the sci-fi. Right. That's yeah. great. That's a great way to put it, Crip, because yeah. uh, definitely uh, as an MC myself, I know I keep rolling myself in this, but I'm I'm feeling this uh, this origin story. <laughs> but um, you do that. You do you do put on this armor. You do start um acting. I'm like Lionel. You know, I'm, I'm I'm dating myself. You know what I mean? You 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 make yourself into these characters, and then when your craft, I'm not saying it works for everybody, but for a lot of people, when you start really honing and and, and sculpting that craft, is when you're you're more vulnerable and you're not scared to say, okay, let me talk about my um my alcoholic aunt. You know what I'm saying? Let me just put that out there right. and. And then you're also not so um, enamored with dazzling and because it's not the it's not the MC and it's trickery, but it's like you want to show people your skills. But then there's a point where people want to see you through your skills, and that might not require you to do so much gymnastics and talking about so many fantastical things. You might just be able to say some regulars, um, you know, and really yeah. really go off. And that's when Vordo started going off. He was talking about some because that's what you relate to. That's when the listeners start getting pulled in. At first, the observers. Looking over the cipher, oh man, this guy's rapping, you know, rapping his ass off. But then the listeners are like, yo, he, he's talking about me, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and, and that relation really, really helps um, draw you in. That's what, that's what makes that cold vein. And then to me, his later stuff that get into that legendary replay value, us talking about this, uh, this, this ill cat, you know what I mean? More so than just uh, a song or two of the times. Mm-hmm. It, it was mm-hmm. worth it. And That's, a lot of a lot of it had to do with also him him growing up a little like just uh, on some he had been through a lot of shit like not to get into his personal shit but like when I met him he was a kid he was sixteen years old you know mm-hmm. he's been through some shit but like you know as you're going through adolescence growing up in in New York City and Harlem in those times you're bound to go through some fucking shit you know and that kept seeping more and more into his music as it should, you know, like if you're, he was always, always about being genuine. So as more that shit happened to him, it would seep more and more into his music. And that just kind of exploded in a way on Pigeon to me and and not to, not to limit his his stuff post Pigeon, but Pigeon to me was his his peak. Like that, Mm. I don't think Mm. he could ever do anything better than that. It's for me, it's, 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 it's one of my favorite songs of all time outside of right. hip hop. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and th- his verse in particular, like uh-huh. that's the thing I, I can listen to every day and never get so sick I, of it. Same. I pose same. a question to all those hip hop scholars. Um, because it works differently for people. We don't even have to know the personal, but is is pain the unlocker? Does mm-hmm. pain unlock a certain chamber that heights your MC and your musicianship? Um in your sense, you know, making beats, making soundscapes. Is that necessary? I don't want to advise think, people that that's necessary, but you could harness it. I, I don't know if it's necessary, but it, it definitely helps. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like to go through, you have to go through some shit to like, whether it be, you know, like whatever tragedy, everyone has tragedies on different levels. Yes. And, and I think art, in its purest form is like dealing with that shit through some sort of medium and yes. whether whether it be you know uh, painting photography movies documentaries whatever it's like the most compelling stories it's it's there's a huge conflict right and yes and, and 
conflict is pain. So, I mean, I mean, if you listen to Colvain, which we all have, how many times in Florida use the word pain? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, pain cave. They, they made a whole, yeah. a whole, whole section <laughs> of the crib. You know, it's dedicated is the pain cave. I remember what El kept saying. I was like, dang. Pain. Pain. He, always says, he always says trapped. Trapped. Yeah, trapped, trapped is a good one, too. That's the ill, a New Yorker that senses his lyricism around the word trapped. Science that stuff, listeners. Go listen the Vordo and see what the trap is about because that's real. That's that's anybody's life that's on a cycle that they just can't either level up or the cycle keeps perpetuating itself. Or I know shoot, I know some females, they have the worst luck. They about to get the crib, somebody bought a crib, they break the leg, the flood, and that that word is really that's a heavy word. And so like, you know, we all trying to get out of that. But hell yeah, y'all. And it's still it's still so relevant in especially these times right now, right? So everything he says, you know, Rudy Julie don't really give a fuck about a movie. Like that's what we're going to right now. You know, like that prophecy. Damn. Like yeah. So that that's back to the difference between the 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 punchlines and and the the layered shit that just it, it always has meaning. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He got he got with this language. Uh, I mean, I was almost. There's something that happens on Pigeon that is only, I think, then referred to by title uh, on another song um, on Cold Vein. But um, at at one point, there was a conversation that heads were having, and it was like they wanted to create their own sort of slang beyond mm-hmm. just witty word combinations. That's, that's, like, um, that's rule, rule lesson 108. Oh, ab- absolutely. Right. So like beyond just beyond beyond the Ethiopian skin mechanical, you know, beyond that stuff, it was like it's my wetsuit um, stitched. I know that was part of it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Elevated. Trust me. Yo. Any all the metallic, all the metallic wing stuff. That's Vortal uh-huh. all day. Because yeah. Vortal, Vortal love, like Vortal apparently loved Archangel from, from X Factor. And, and, and Archangel yeah. and Silverhawks. Trust me, yeah. if I call him right now, I know that's what he's talking about, yo. That's Hell a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Because, like, you, I, I, you, hearing old songs, he would reference, he, he, more than once, he's in old songs that have never been out. Like, he's referenced Archangel, Metal Wings, Metal Wings, Metal Wings. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, there's the, uh, where is it? Like, Ooh, he says, me, Meg- while you look for it, gang, let me school um, the listeners to Archangel. So Archangel was a mutant, Damn. original no, mutant. No one needs to know about and, Warren Worthington the third. No, but here's the listen to X Men episode with Open Mike Eagle. Listen to X Men. Oh, yeah, we, we did an excellent episode with Open Mike Eagle. Check that, that was out. Excellent. Archives, but this is where they, this is where it relates to Vortal in a sense. Archangel, beautiful man and rich. Warren Worthington yes. the third, third generation, blonde hair, looked gorgeous, had money, Arian. wings Arian. of an Arian. angel. That's his mutation. <laughs> now people are looking at him weird, but he has wings of an angel. A body of Adonis, right? He gets involved with this uh, this this horrible thing called the um, Morlock Massacre with this group called the Marauders, and they impale his wings. They put these these energetic harpoons through him, and he has to get cut. They have to cut his wings off to save his life. Obviously, he's despised these wings because they made him strange. But then when he doesn't have the wings, he feels like he has no purpose and no identity because he's not a mutant. He can't roll with the team. He's a liability. And so then he gets with Apocalypse. Everybody knows what that is. And Apocalypse gives him metal wings. But the, the, the uh, trade-off for that is you have to become one of my four horsemen. Apocalypse, you're going to be deaf, yada, 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 yada. Apocalypse, double agent type stuff. Skin turns blue. 
So just to see that he, that Vortal admired somebody like that, and they, they have the, um, the elements of Scream Phoenix and rising out of this ash of New York after getting your wings clipped, the actual quote unquote pure angel, but not the metal wings are a better version of that self. It's just, you know, that's class, that's comic classic, what I would, but like, when you just gotta peep who people, when people pick Daredevil, when people pick Moon Knight, check those characters, listeners, because it's not just random. You know what I'm saying? First, no one can see it, but our, here, here's my, I'm go back to my light. Here's my Archangel toy from the 90s I gave my son. <laughs> Missing the wings. Oh, Missing the wings. But my son's always like, what does this bun do? I'm like, well, he had metal wings and I lost them. There you go. Archangel. Archangel is ill. Um, but on on um on Pigeon, he says uh he uses the ter- the word, well, it's like the third bar, it's like mega alarm, technoloid. Like yeah. that, they wanted to create this language that had oid at the end of every word. Ridiculous. So that's where you get that's where you get ridiculoid. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Trying to make ridiculoid happen around me. No like so, check it. That is an old, tried and true tradition. Of just most people color like all right, but not just people of color. People are stuck in a ghetto, trapped. Right. Pig Latin was created so yes. cops couldn't understand what we were saying. We would talk right in front of them. You know, that's it's right. gay. I, that's, that, that's, um, that, that's that that's prodigy a, line. A, I speak yeah. in code so the police don't know what I'm so whatever that and line Somebody, I can't pull it right now, but I used to hold it on because I remember he did like half his verse in Pig Latin. And I was like bugged out of it. But that was, we created that so we could talk in front of cops, pigs, and them not know what we're saying right to their face. You could curse them out. You could talk around their back or whatever. Hide this, stash that. And so for Vortal to have um, aspirations to create another language, and that's what we are. We are writers. A lot of us want to do that anyway. Prodigy episode, slang heavy, done, you know, done heavy, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, there is always an aspiration from all MCs to create your own language, solo or group-wise. And I think even if you're an adult, it's not a child fantasy. This is, like, high-end Egyptian science we get. It's, yep. for, yeah, that's, for, that's, so, it's off of Hegelian theory. That's what I missed yeah, it, where he says, I'm gifted. My raps is mystic. I, it's codes that I speak, so the police missed it. There you go. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that and shit. So, like, that's ill that Vortal oh, try to take you. on that and, um, yeah. and all of them, you know. Yes, I mean, so much of the Canox aesthetic in general is Vortal, right? It's, Vortal. it's like Okay. So much of, like, the language used, the imagery, the sort of the ideas for the songs even, like mm-hmm. those are all Vortal things. Like, yeah. you know, Iron Galaxy, that's the type of shit that Vortal would say Vortal. all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Pigeon, fucking Scream Phoenix, that's so all just, shit that Vortal would say in regular conversation. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cold, cold Vein. Yeah. That's, that's Vortal all day. Cold yeah. Vein that's is, a, that's is Vortal. That's the Vortal term. And that's yeah. what he thought yeah. in New York. But that's, it's yeah. still, Z agrees, that's still one of the illest. I'm from New York. It's still like means so much. Subway systems, uh, our winters, just like you know, whatever. Yeah. Do you know the origins of it? I believe uh, I don't want to claim it 100, percent but I'm pretty sure they were on the roof of a building and looking down, and it was snowing, and the streets looked like veins, and that was that was oh, the idea of hell. veins. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man! Yeah. I wish they explained. I wish they said that one time in an interview. That would have been nice. That would have been a nice uh, nugget to have out there. Hell yeah. Well, you got to hear. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nerd here. Here. First call out culture, always with the exclusive <laughs> cities. <laughs> what are you talking about, yo? Shit. Um, Sorry to cut yeah. you off, Tim. Um, yeah. No, I was just building on, on what Gang was saying, really. Just like, you know, it, it, it's 
sort of like what you were saying about the language that they wanted to build and and how much of that was just like natural conversation with Vortal when you have with conversations Vortal. with them. And like yeah. you just if you if you think of those conversations, so much of those conversations are in this record. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. 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 To be able to transcribe that, that's a skill, yo. That's a skill, man. Madness. Oh yeah. Madness. So speaking well, what's of, next? Can, look, can I ask ask about Colvane to to Tim? Yeah. Like, did you guys hear it just piecemeal, like a song at a time that he on like a tape that Vas gave you, or did you wait till like the album came out? I heard it throughout the process. Okay. Same. Same. Mm. Yeah. How about like, you? Yeah. No, I, I definitely heard it. Like anytime they come to the studio, they play me like one track, and then they play me another yeah. track, and then. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that was that was um? totally demo different like the demo was totally different than the final or everything kind of stayed on the same oh, kind of course stress, stress rap there was a totally different version yeah uh, okay i had that somewhere same Gosh. beat but uh there were two different verses on it if i remember mm. right yeah okay. that third verse was not there or different i forget yes. what what it yeah, was something and the way they mixed it too the way l mixed it yo uh here here's something the okay. way that beat originally sounds Oh yeah, we can we can talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, the way that beat originally sounds, stress rap, it sounded like it was mixed in a way that more so resembled Lou TNS. Mm. Oh, that was like that more of a straight. Sense. It was more of a straightforward kind of like, um, you know, just a banger. You know what I mean? Like something you could like you could mm. picture playing in the whip and like riding out to like more of a traditional kind of like almost like QB kind of style Ooh. rap rap right. beat, right? Oh, that shit. Um, but then the, he the way the he leveled out the various stems of it, the elements of it. Yeah, and that, that kick drum, that kick it. drum is really, really prevalent in the, yeah. um, prominent in the, yeah. um, the final version. Mm-hmm. And that makes it kind of weirder. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have that same sort of like glue of the, the kick bass kind of like bang your head shit. Yeah. That's ill, yo. EQ, EQ listeners. No, it changed the whole identity. Changes the whole song. Changes the whole song. Starve is Harlem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Iron, Gal- Iron Galaxy had a didn't have the intro at first. It just right, started right. with the, yeah. my show. It just started wow. like that. Yeah, and had no cuts. I actually hate those cuts. I to there, be well, honest, on the, the releases there, there were two different cuts. So like on the single, if you listen to the scratches on the single, it's different uh, than the album. Yeah, and it's all it's DJ abilities both times. No, 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 it's two different. I forget who did the cuts on the on the single. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I forget well, who did the I, final cut. Was it Sip? No, nah, it wasn't Sip. I don't think it was Sips. It no, definitely no, was no. not Sip. I could tell no. you from like hearing the cuts. Like <laughs> Sip was <laughs> Sip was Sip was nice. Like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I the way they were like mixed or something. I just just like yo, my man Tage. They are they, they are they are like jarring. Ah. But I think yeah, for those that weren't in the know, we thought that was like on purpose. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, um, right. Def Jux definitely in, in, in um Alaska and Crip. Y'all can attest to that. I know scratched it. Like, and this is what I would love about Deathstrick specifically. Scratching was like important. The DJ was important. He wasn't necessarily just some background uh, tambourine player. I remember that being a thing and they would um, give equal time to DJs and and the scratching parts of songs. I remember Death Jokes was the first time to me (laughs) hearing like somebody had a scratch verse. Like the verse on a song was a, a DJ going off and not just you know, not just, uh, you know, dub scratches, like scratching words and like really, you know, showing his skills. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Len, Len was in. Len, like Len, the whole cool flow thing that fled into then, I guess, the Def Joke sound or whatever. Like yes, Len sir. definitely was was an instrument. Yes. Um, 
yeah pigeon was like a little different uh didn't have a guitar like didn't have that like high yeah yeah, didn't have a guitar it was a live bass though too right they 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 loop they loop a lot of basses wow um for that actually no no. i I preferred the first the first version without the guitar yeah Yeah. same so Um, uh, me and z got songs like that where it was like four versions ago we like that version too late too late too late And then it and then it was just funny that like Metal Gear had got left off the album. I mean, it makes sense if you like mm-hmm. listen yeah. to the album. I don't think Metal Gear that, would fit. That that also was Vortal for sure. I, I think yeah, the oh, Vortal yeah. change in the voice. Yeah. He wanted to leave that style behind. And, yeah, and yeah. It was weird. yeah. It still came out though. But yeah, yeah where, where did it come? What did it come out on? A single. It seemed like it, just, it seemed like leaked out. See, I think the because I know I was I was plugged in like the vinyl or whatever was after the fact. So it was more just the. Yeah, and more so a leakage. Oh my god! Maybe on one of the tour CDs or something like that. It, it came. It came out on like officially. It came out on the Life's Ill, um, like, or either Life's Ill or one of the compilations, like the second. Where's Life's Ill at on a on a full release? I thought that's a B side of. Is that the B side of F word? No, no. It's a yeah. B side somewhere along the way. The B side of something. Yeah. Oh, the song okay. Life's Ill. Yeah, yeah the song it's on the F word. It's on the F word single. It's on it is on F word. Okay. Yep. Wow. And that was like it's that's that was the it's like got that it's got the RJ out. remix it, and it's right. got like it wasn't on any longer project the compilation or anything like that it wasn't on any records oh I know that. where where Metal Gear it's on the F word uh, the F word EP it was a there CD version yep. where they had yes that's what I have I got the CD with the RJ remix right. yeah the instrumental and Life Hill was on that that's the same thing yep. we're talking about. and yep. it came with nice. the instrumental for that joint too that's how me and yep. you did the joint cash yep me and Z yeah that'd be as hard yeah it is man. Oh, shit, this is rugged. What's next, last? Uh, well, let's take a break. Let's do it. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about Bortle's solo work. So the transition from Ox into the solo career. Ox. So. Yeah, yeah, this beat in the background here is brought to you by me, Zilla Rock, of the Co-op Culture Podcast, Wrecking Crew, and all that good-ish. This is off my first beat tape, entitled... Imaginatively, don't drop a beat tape, Zilla. It is available now on Bandcamp, $3pistol.com. It's 12 beats. It's five outs. Five outs. Five clans, five beans, five smackaroos, whatever. Several quarters. I can't count right now. I'm doing a commercial. Check it out on Bandcamp now. First Bandcamp beat tape I ever made. Don't drop a beat tape, Zilla. Get it now. Back to the show. I hope you enjoyed that commercial for Rice the San Francisco treat. So, um, and we also have gonna, um, a new product. We got a new sponsor. Last year, you don't know? No, um, we got. Oh, this is this new rope company, and their their motto is my shell, mechanical foul ghost, and um, on the robe it says my ghetto is animal foul toast, and okay. they have like you know it's metal plated robes. It's kind of you know clunky at first, but you get used to it. And, you know, medieval you time. Okay. You get used to it. You know, it starts, it's flowing. You know, it has moving. Like Harrison it, Bergeron. But, so so why don't we talk a little bit about Bortle solo uh, efforts after Canox because they're not really talked about all that much like you know it's not something I see people talking about and there still was evolution going on there with his style I think Like, like what do you guys think about how he evolved from Canox into a solo artist um, I'll kick it off. Um, the t- the um, 
the pocket was evolving because I, I, I saw um very interesting beat selection. And I wasn't always a fan of the beat selection, but I saw an effort to try to make songs on things people were not familiar with him with. Um, Revolution of Young Havocs production is a, a lot of different, he, he tried to go a lot of different places. He's still telling his stories. And, um, but I feel like he, he's getting comfortable in the pocket that he created on Cold Vein. He's rapping a lot more with, um, with Billy Woods. Um, so they just like, seemed like more like science of style. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna craft this stuff and say what we need. Um, that's, that was my initial, cause I, um, I like Revolution of Young Habits. I like Mega Graffiti a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think I cop both of them around the same time, even though I know they came out different times, but I was scooping both of them. And um, just seeing where he was going to go. Like, there, there was a lot of potential with, with Can Ox. And, you know, we had all lost, you know, pop bubble dreams and stuff. So then when they went more solo, I still was always rooting for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, um, and it's interesting. I don't know if anybody could assess to that. He didn't use much LP production after, nah. after COVID, right? No, not, not really. Not really at all. Uh, Did he? Nah. No, no, I don't so, think I'm, um, I don't have it. Yeah, um, we talked a little about vast production, but no, uh, but I mean, he was getting with some beatsmiths. I didn't always like the the combos, but he definitely, I, I was, I, I admired the effort. I like really what he was going to try to, what he was trying to do on each yeah. of the attempts. That's yeah. all I got. Go ahead. I thought there was, it was like, it was oddly like hopeful music mm -hmm. in a weird way. Like, um, you know, he, he sort of took a bit more of an even more mature approach than I think he did in um, Can Ox with his lyrics. Like a lot of the stuff in Can Ox was talking about what was going on around him. And I thought within, especially like, um, which one was it? Uh, the Young Havoc CP, uh, I'm sorry, the Young Havocs album. Ooh. There was a lot of talking about the world as he wished it was mm. Mm. Um, and seeing sort of like the world outside of just himself more. Um, you know, like I think if this album came out at a different time, it probably would have been a bigger record too. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, like that was sort of like when it came out to me, like the time seemed to be like really like focusing on a lot of joke stuff. So people wanted a joke sound, like a lot of rhymes. What was there. the production? What was the production on Young Habits? I got, I got this list up now. It, no, no, no. It's Dev One, who I'm assuming is the dude Devin from Nature Sounds. Yep. Uh, Opto, Ruddy Rock, Soul Purpose, yeah. Belief, One Blockhead Belief. Beat on the Joint Struggles, which is like really strange. Song. That song's it's, amazing, actually. It's like so. That joint is like. I wish kind of Blockhead just handled the whole record. Um, yeah. And that's really it. But like, like my favorite joint is "Stay Up." Like to me, that carries on like the can ox. That carries on like whole vein to me, like the whole feel of it. No one is no sex without struggle. Trying to remain focused and stay humble. Strain really gotta clear the head. Hard times, puffing the regs, thinking what's best. Situations getting deeper inside. Battling myself, ways and time weighing on the mind. Sometimes it takes a lot just to write. Watching long days turn to cold nights. Still lay things alright. Trying to quit and begin. Hard decisions, living with low digits. With no stash, have a kid go mad. But I know times will get better. Moving so fast, feeling like we on the clock. Trying to get cash, spit at cats for the blocks we lived on. Till we get on, got stress. I mean, I think if this album came out like in 
2014 or 2015. Oh, yeah, people will be fucking yeah. going nuts for it the way that they go nuts for like Rock Marciano or they go nuts for Griselda oh, like, I think oh, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of content in there is on that level and it's on par with that oh yeah I agree with you on that that's a good pull good pull especially yeah, I, just you know this is curators collectors and, and willing to um, you know listen to that message and hear that song like I would love for someone to get his vocals and just like one producer like cryptic yeah, like whoever that yeah. would be, like cryptic or block or whoever, like somebody needs. <laughs> and it would be co-starring because you would just you would be just as much a star. But you I, know, I, it's not like I haven't tried. Like this is- <laughs> salute, salute to you, my man. Salute, salute. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there was a project in the works. It just didn't didn't happen, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, as as far as his solo works go, like. I think he was he was a little cursed by by the Canox album. Like mm. everyone kind of expected just that over and over, over again. and over again. And, and he, to to be a hundred percent, like I kind of wanted that. Like I, I wanted a second Ox album. I wish I didn't do solo albums back then. I told him mm. as much. Oh, you know? totally. So, but I also understood the fact that they needed to kind of like mm-hmm. get under from that umbrella of because. Back then, that was when when press mattered, and press always yeah. made it seem like LP discovered this and created this group. Mm. Yeah, they and, definitely and, gave him a lot of credit. And, and I, I think, I mean, granted, L is like a third member of Cannibal Locks to me. Like without yeah. the, the the soundscape, that record doesn't exist. But like, I think that had that had to weigh on both of them like heavily. Like, yeah. So I understand the departure from that. It's like, we don't want beats that sound like this. We don't run around about the exact same way, the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But me as, as someone who knew them and as a fan, I just wanted them to make Ox Colvane too. You know, like just mm-hmm. keep making that record over and over again. Like, ima- like imagine them over like Fantastic Damage. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the or what. Or the promise of live from the planet E. Oh, oh they could just, that's a, that, they one of the best that out songs ever. ever. It's not finished, wild. right? And and like, and because it's cut off, that's what's so salivating. Because L cut it off, and I know there's bars. I know there's more bars, but I know it. Flipping over bass and drums, visualizing ourselves safe to come from the hells where we dwell. Watching our peers gone by the ways of guns, scorned on the earth for rocks and metal, waiting for the heat to settle. Rise and bubble, young minds in trouble. The grind is hustle, take time and learn. As the earth spins and the world turns, we be spinning earth, spin words, disturb our vicious curves. They eat men alive, still we strive, being wise to keep their hand and straight from ultimate demise or blocks. Promoting lava problems, got brothers promoting drama, provoking violence, go against hours and face the death of a thousand slaves in the land of brave from a pancake spin cannibal blades. To be honest, like I just maybe like last year or two, maybe, um, started to revisit or just like took on the task of going through the uh, the solo stuff mm-hmm. um, as it was released because 
during Ox, during Cold Vein, he already had started making solo tracks that did not sound at all. Like by the end, by Scream Phoenix, like I know mm -hmm. I had a tape somewhere with the instrumental to Scream Phoenix and like Real Earth. And like I said, a few other joints like that, like the later joints. Um, and there were three solo Vortal tracks on there, one being Megala Graffiti. So Megala Graffiti coming out in 2008 on his like third solo release, I believe that's mm -hmm. how it's credited on Discogs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like literally like his uh, like the first solo song that he presented to at least to me, mm -hmm. and then there were two other joints, and then he did a joint with I'm, I remember yo I remember we, um, we went to I tagged along, it was I don't know Alaska if you were there but I know Cryptic was there, um, we were make we were forcing you to listen to Cameron in the in the in the truck, um, <laughs> we went to uh, uh, Wheaton College Wheaton College. And this is it was this was off of Ox. They they wanted Ox to play, and it was it was us and Sip, and we scooped up. I came into the the spot where we're meeting downtown um, to get into the van, and like he's playing a song with um, Don Pacino from Killer Army. Ah, and that was like or the fourth PR terrorist. Yeah, PR terrorist, right? PR so that that was the fourth um, solo track that I had heard in in that ah. time. You know what I mean? So that was like, I mean, we rhymed over "Hold the Floor" on stage. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So that was that that and that was, I believe, pretty new by that point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was alive. It was live for like the people who knew what the fuck that was. You know well, what I'm saying? Did, so when did "Hold the Floor" come out? Like two, oh three, oh four? Like nah, it like couldn't have been. This this had to have been earlier. Oh two, oh three. Mm. Wow. Early, mm, damn. I don't even remember. But Hold the Floor always just rock. I, I watched a couple oh, of live performances doing research for this joint. And I did see y'all rapping over the beat. It wasn't that particular show you were talking about, gang. But like, burn. I could just imagine that the energy. That's what happened. And who produced that? that? Um, uh -huh. DJ Prism, rest in peace. Prism, right? Yeah. Rest yeah. In peace. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was um, the anthem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. I mean, basically, I mean, also, I, I know the timestamp, actually. Um, that Usher joint, uh, you don't have to know. Okay, girl. Uh, I don't like be up tonight. That shit was new. And we were all in the, in the, we were in the, in the truck being like, yo, this shit is kind of crazy. Like, this shit is ill. <laughs> and, and there was a, there was a dip set freestyle that DJ Enough had, because Enough was on the radio. DJ Enough was playing. And it was them going over um, Jay's, um, the Isaac Hayes sample um, off of Reasonable Doubt. Um, can uh, I Live? Can I Live, can right. I live. Oh, and God. It's, it's, a joint, it's a joint where like Cam is like, um, he says some shit, he's like, he says absolute nonsense, like in a spoken word, kind of like mockery in, in the beginning mm -hmm. of it, like in the intro. And then he says, um, yo, Cam, you shot a movie? That's not important, dog. I shot a Uzi. And then, like, I just remember Cryptic <laughs> looking at Cryptic, and Cryptic just busted out laughing. <laughs> it's not important, like, though. This shit I is shot kinda, it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Yo, we, we busted. We were, like, in stitches. That shit was When we do Lineage of Greatness, Cameron, we're bringing you guys on. And, oh, uh, Yo, but please. To be real, that's gonna I, hang hated, I hated Cameron until that point. And then right. something clicked and in then my head. And then I went back. 
and listened to everything, and I was like, oh, that's what these motherfuckers have been talking I about. I will always tell this to people. Cameron, the game even a dip set heavy stuff. Horse and Carriage is lost in the mist because that was such a great record, but he wore it a leather overall, and that sparks right, behind right. him. And you don't know <laughs> if it's so many good Yes, yeah, yeah, there's so many good songs on there. Wait, before, we can't, we can't, yeah, let's let's not even get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 let's, let's get back to, to Vordal. <laughs> the other Harlem, like, you know what I mean? But that was the thing, though, like, Shamar and I, like, Vordal and I used to, like, talk, like, I remember when um he was, he was um just at his rest for a bit, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was, he was recouping from, from, from some things, and, like, I was at his crib and I brought over SDE, like Cam's second album. And like, we just, just, you know, that's keyboard beats. Let like, me know. Yeah. Let me know. We, like, we went. And the fuck, what mean the world to you? Wow. Yeah. I mean, and he was just like, thank you. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just like, we would just geek over this shit. And like, a lot of people at the time hated, hated. Like, it's yo, always a grand, it's a grand moment when you kind of get over yourself, you know, with the indie mm. and, the, and the mainstream yeah. and the gloss and you start appreciating some music you might just miss because you were so stringent and in and, and your mission and how you you know you walk that walk i walk these streets but then when you let go and listen to some of that shit it, it's really rewarding right no absolutely and like i just i feel like i mean it went from like ghost ray prodigy and all that like the you know the the most kind of celebrated and legendary you know that that mount rushmore of like you know 90s linguists um to like bg and like cam and jay like volume three jay as 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 alaska's um you know said in, in past episodes and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and like i feel like like Vortal would like where most would like completely neg- like negate these folks off of like whatever they perceive to be a general principle he found a gem in all these rappers as wordsmiths like he would find like the most like almost like the most corny like perceivably corny shit that would play on like Rap City, he'd be like, nah, like, kid got something. And I'd be like, all right. Um, <laughs> and I guess all that to say is like, I don't know, actually, I actually, you know, to be honest, I don't know how that relates to his solo shit, but like, <laughs> he was a story, he, but he, I, I do, what I did notice upon, just to cut back to that, what I did notice upon hearing his solo shit, like he definitely got more comfortable with the idea of just telling stories like he tells story. Like I think I feel like every verse is he's telling a story. He's he's <laughs> like you said, Crip. Mm-hmm. Like he's not. He's so far away from that escapism, you know, abstraction um, realm that you know we we first met him in, and and he even you know may have had little hints of during Cold Vein, um, but you know completely shed all that by the time um, you know by those solo those solo records. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's he's definitely doing like word stretching. You know, he he definitely has his like favorite words, but it somehow yeah. still sounds like intriguing when he's mm-hmm. when he when he's putting them together. Like he's yeah. his phrasing is still like it's just how he lands it. I don't know. It's like that. It goes back to like the emphatic, like the emphasis yeah. he just places on like how he lands all the words and and that New York just crazy Harlem energy he has like. I mean, that's something that he's never going to, you know, not, ha- he's never going to like be able to shed, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's why also a lot of folks couldn't get with 
you know, didn't understand it, didn't get it the first time around, like when they first heard Ox or whatever, like a lot mm-hmm. of the folks who weren't from New York gravitated toward the more, you know, the, 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 the wide puncher, like the haymaker cat, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or whatever, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, you had to kind of like understand, like there was so much nuance to like Vortal, you know what I mean? Like just, just the uptown shit, just like phone conversations you'd have with him. Like that shit was like clear as day to us, but you know, the other folks, um, and I, he still has that. Like that's, that's, that's one thing. He still has that, whether you, whether technically he's changed for better, for worse or whatever, however you perceive it. Um, you know, I, 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 yeah, production is what, what has always fucked me up. But Megalograffiti yeah. is, yeah. is that shit though. I, de- there's definitely some joints and Megalograffiti mm-hmm. is definitely like, uh, I, I advise folks who are listening right now to take a listen. It's off the 2008 release. Um, I think it's yeah. mega, mega Graffiti, right? Mega, mega Graffiti, graffiti backwards, right? Record, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's the last song. It's like the closer. Yeah. And it's a video. As a matter of fact, there's a video for it. Go on YouTube and watch the yeah. video. It's actually really good. Yeah. All right. Cool. So why don't we take a, our last break and then get into our favorite joints and wrap sure. this motherfucker up because we are quickly approaching the two-hour mark. How? How? How do we do that? How's two hours? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very... <laughs> when the alien mimics invade, small pearls just one of many recruits shoved into a smooth battle armor called a jacket and sent out to kill. Small pearl dies in the battlefield, only to be reborn each morning to fight and die again and again. On his 158th iteration, he gets a message from a mysterious ally, the neighborhood rebel known as Curly Castro. Is he the key to small pro's fate or his final death? Blue Edwards, y'all. Small pro, Curly Castro. You know what it is. Wreck one. All right, everyone, we're back. Let's take this motherfucker home. Favorite verses. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. And that <laughs> starts with... Alaska? I, yeah, I guess. I'm just looking at our names now, but I have my, my government <laughs> name up there. So, um, but uh, Yeah, I'll go first. Um, that's fine. Um, so I'm going to take my verse from um, not for promotional use. Uh, and it's just basically like... To me, this verse was important in Bortles trajectory because we start talking about how he went from like strictly comic book and sci-fi to incorporating real world shit into it and this is one of those first verses where i really remember him doing shit like i remember like listening to him kick this at your your uh your place crib in the studio and just being like he's in a new level right now like he just leveled up with this verse and there's like new things that are happening that never happened before um so you know it's basically like time to let these beautiful japanimated archangel wings spring from the back of up from the back plate of cho- for chosen aviation. Bortle keeps a tight, similar to proletarian living situation. situation. You're living in a situation in trigger freeze. I live life when the drum's on, so come on, brother, please. I catch bullets in my teeth while I spit lasers. Detective gear you wear is obsolete. These words still graze you. My poetic bars are held within the arms of a body of arms. Waiting to set it all, be it now what I mean. While apathetic nerves spit destruction theory I join only to coin my invention of Marilyn Manson Kansas Spread it 12 monkey perspective Now everybody fears me There be those that walk as MC and 
volcanic language showing my tallest finger Cause I chose to write and hold the mind connected to psyche Dangerous Like government prototype Missile launching cannon in the hands of starving happy Harlem Mikey Shit Happy Harlem Damn. <laughs> I gotta rewrite some of my shit. Yo, <laughs> so, for real. Yeah, was that the, that was, was that... I think that also might have been one of the first mentions of Starving Happy Harlem Mikey yeah. as well. That uh, was that was the first, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's also where the uh I ain't superstitious. Yeah, that... that's where that came mm, from. Yeah. yeah. I ain't superstitious. <laughs> that's right. the, the Vietnam my... Vietnam what I mean. <laughs> that shit. That was great. Oh my god. My bro. next we still going alphabetical. So I'm next. Uh, you. Yeah, Crip Crip is Crip, next. Crip. Oh shit. Oh Crip. Yeah. Oh yeah, R R before you. So we're 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 yeah. so so yeah. mine is from uh, a song Let Me Adam that was kinda never finished, but uh we released it anyway on archives. Um this also it it, it it's that that world between Cold Vein and his sci-fi world where he was kind of mixing the two. Um, so it goes, um, I play broken bow and arrow theory that clearly leaves my flown sparrow psyche as broken down robotic dirty logic cloak worn tightly. I represent thorn protrusion through societal roads and I rose as I suppose I'm distorted slightly. I evolved from that wooden arrow spitting cat to advanced barbarian throwing broken portable dats. A thousand MCs against me battle gears only fair when I multiple man clap. Standing complicated magneto wild metal things singers pull metal that only attracts. My wicked bizarro complex or reflected leaving buildings that slam when psyche tilts. While I touch Mike like little boy tabloids built, spitting perfectly woven rings that cover my neck and body foundation like dashiki rhythm. Photo beater, lyrical cheater, stay low in the grass while you pass with obvious giraffe punchline system. See, going against me is going against the turbulence of computerized complexity. Water remains what is known as technology sexy. So now, like, uh, I want my sex technology to plug in. Mm, That's That's where your bass got that from, exactly. That whole internal rhyme scheme, he's rhyming things, like, eight bars apart at the end with, like, ten internal rhyme schemes. That shit is the shit that blows my mind with with what Vorta was doing back then. Yeah. Bringing it back around. Damn. I definitely got to rewrite some of my shit. All right. (laughs) I'm calling the audible and shit. They, they you know, everybody in there, we, we, we kind of discuss what our favorite verse is. Audible! Uh-oh. My favorite verse is Battle of Asgard. Mm. Yo, and, oh, for obvious fucking reason. <laughs> and, you know, oh, we might have used classic. some of this for a hook. I'm not going to tell yep. you how we, we, yeah, might we might have. have. We might have. But, but, but it, 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 it kicks like Mega with his arms folded. Fists balled up, up. toast on the side of my waist, V on the buckle and belt, rapid hell, cape flowing, still standing with two two cannons. cannons.
<laughs> that was a short one from him, but I really the way he just yeah. um just kept his, just mansion, 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 mansion. It was just crazy. That's my that's one of my favorites. Emphasis, the emphasis. Yep. Yeah, that's fire. Um, also, uh, well, yeah. So like, I, it's me next, right? G. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's how the alphabet works. Um, <laughs> there's, there's. Uh, so the timeline is is crazy too because it went from not for promotional use was done after I believe was done after Let Me Adam. Ah. Um, no. Not for promo was the first song I ever recorded with Portal. Wait, say again. That was the first song I ever recorded with Portal. That not was a promo. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not for promos. I was there for not for promo. That was yeah. First, that's mad late. The yeah, first song that the first song that was released that I recorded with him. There you go. That right, 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 right. right. Yeah, but okay. I'm saying in recording in recording time, let me Adam was done. Or like, let me Adam was done. Maybe like the first time I was there with all of them. Okay, maybe. And like, I, the I wasn't there for the recording of, of the original recording of that. I tacked my verse uh, later. That was at interesting. Ian's house, yeah. Oh, word. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we heard the. I heard, okay, the writing session for Let Me Adam happened before Not for Promo was recorded. Let me just say that because that was facts. at your crib. Right. And trainer, uh, Tyson, like the trainer brothers. I don't know if all three of them were there, but that's where I met Tyson, the youngest one. Okay. T three of uh i don't know what 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 his label was called uh Mondrian sound that's what it was right. um it's um okay so they went this is even older than all that shit <laughs> basically <laughs> this is from a song this is from a a, a group saga uh actually no this is pre-saga tetsuo Ooh. it was it was yeah that was the i wish that shit Come on. Um, this was called, this was a group called Proletariat Imperative. And it was Alaska and Bortle. And the song was called Sperm Sample. I believe. I don't know. That's that's what how I had it on. Tape. I think it was My Sacred small, Sperm Sample was the full Sacred, sacred Sperm Sample. <laughs> I, wow. thought it was a small, I thought it was a small, small sample. sample of sperm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. how oh, yeah, I think it did eventually. Yeah, you might be right. I know, I know the working title was Sacred Sperm Sample. Okay. And then it turned to a small sample of sperm. Wow. Yo, Z, this is harkening back to uh, RZA's first couple of song rhymes. Yep. yep. This is what he's, he's following, the school of RZA. Talk about uh, <laughs> Very RZA. sexual chemicals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put inside the egg ovary. <laughs> <laughs> I went into a fallopian, like, oh, fallopian tubes. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is some, like, I'll, graphic warning, there is some of that in this. So Graphic right. warning, I love it. It goes, um, it goes, the obvious location of an isolated fetal capsule, computer graphically impregnate digital implant oxygenated situation with an oxygen tent over the vaginal. Industrial Capcom headphones inserted with government-made concoction touched with metallic sperm sleeve. Cryogenetic experiments cross-breeding collective semen to create the perfect future sick microscopic psychotic disease. A mutated technological germ-infested tapeworm and festo screens. Miss Saigon, a lonely soul cherishes stolen sleep visions torn from the scroll of an icon. 
three-dimensional dead corpse walk in a city of lost children while scientists become drowning victims in an amniotic fluid pool. Trying to locate my sexually oriented preference dream micro. Artificial intelligence leaves you advanced barbarians rocking my sacred laser quilted cloaks of Tron. But mothers, cuddly muppets, grow up to become grotesque. Marilyn Manson hand puppet god. They must have been crazy to invent me. The Pinocchio troll midget master equipped with prosthetic stilts and tilt to break the legs off of pedestals. Industries built. These protective gloves keep me from becoming you, but only better. While secrets of the pale horse remain hidden, written on the opposite side of Scarlet's letter. Psychosis. Schizophrenia of government scrutiny, protected with code non-diplomatic immunity. Begins my futuristic apathetic mutiny while these pathetic mutants be quickly ripping metallic archangel wings off their backs to become human. Consuming a thought of fitting into society, a fat sickness trying to slip into the cracks of insanity. Trapped between igneous and a hard cylindrical sperm spitter for audio transmitters are hidden within communication devices causing access for them to tap in to cross conversation on phones sending patriotic Harrison Fords after these pathetic replicated computerized clones a system I create to penetrate the process of elimination and insurrect against society's substantial limitations but duplication pauses funded for self-inflicted imitations in stolen tissue samples of my biosynthetic flesh is sold for 2,000 energons a large profit of economics from the genetically enhanced tickle me bottle dog yeah. yeah I heard this and I this was the first thing I ever heard him rec- like this that is the first is, time wow. I ever heard this cat that's wow. incredible wow. first and 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 also just to, just for the record or whatever, Vortal, the immortal portal closer, <laughs> was his original name. His original name. <laughs> and Vortal yeah. is a is a combination of vortex and portal. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Just so just so <laughs> you have that. Just so like this is archive. <laughs> nah, I was wondering. I was like, oh, I, I was two and a half hours. How how do we find out the origin of this name? <laughs> what where, where, where did Magala come from? That was just after when they were just making Mega, it. That, that was, was much that was later, yeah. Yeah, that was much later, yeah. yeah. That shit was yeah. hard, man. All right, Bart, it's my verse. Here we go. Yeah. So I was going to pick Think Differently off the Wu-Tang meets Indie Culture joint, but, like, yeah. I mean, I, that shit is hard, Um, but I, I like it only because I remember watching Castro's face talking about it one time where you were like, you're like this, you're like folding your arms, crunching. <laughs> but like when I go back and read the rhyme, I'm like, he kind of gets bodied by fucking Rock Marcy and Casual. Like he's not the hardest dude on the song. It's a hard song though. Like it's it's Rock Marcy trying to like chomp at the bit, get back in the game with Casual and Tragedy Gaddafi. And, and Vortal goes last, but he doesn't like, he spits a Vortal rhyme, but these dudes are like hungry as fuck at the, at the moment. Right. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm just gonna go screen Phoenix, man. Like that's that was the shit when when we made when we made the Can Ox episode and we, we, we were talking about that album and I would just go back and just keep replaying this rhyme. Like that was the one I kept going back to all day. Where he's like mega law starving with one table and no mic and still get it all bombing and flow nice 
spit vomit and throw dice Taking chances in life, trying to get by and Stop all the time, getting high, gotta clear mind And stay focused, avoid serpents and worship life We like merchants, street peasants With these lessons, live building, pass away And keep stressing, thinking how we gonna master days With passion, that's why we rap this way From Manhattan, 115 to 135 We pigeons became Phoenix with open minds To open yours, flow the raw, innovative Phoenix, Phoenix. Like it, it's same thing he doesn't even he doesn't even end that shit right you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> it catches everything about him that's it's ill where he does like the three or four syllable count on that record and he says like we pigeons became phoenix with open minds like that shit is like when you guys said like to him or to both of them screen phoenix like the sequel to pigeon there it is right there yeah. we yep. pigeons became phoenix with open minds like that shit is I love that shit from him. Like I, I love that gorgeous. Song. That beat is fucking crazy with that gospel shit. And then the album with that, you know, like that's perfect. That's, but but him setting it off and like Vass Vass doesn't even like see Vass has with the you know birds of the same feather flock together. You know that whole that whole shit he does. Yeah. But like to me, the song could just end with Vordo. Like I don't even please. Vass, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that. I, I thought that. No, no disrespect to Vass on that one. But yeah, I, like, I agree like, with that. Like, I remember like, it, like, it could have just. Yeah, it could have ended with with the hook. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hey, Zeus on the crucifix. And it's kind of like how Arm and Hammer will have, like, just solo elusive yeah. songs or solo Woods joints. Root Farm, like, Eucharist. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like back then, you weren't getting group albums with one guy, just getting one song. Like, yeah, they're getting busy. Yeah. yeah, like, that wasn't really the formula. But, like, th- th- this should have been a Vortal solo joint. Like, as vast as mm. just, like, Vash should not be bat and clean up. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't he doesn't really add much beyond like, you know, he's got a couple of lines, but like this is to me, this is all mega, like man. Mega law, star seed, only your father. True. This motherfucker smashes that shit. I'm like, yo. He he like he has like like a certain like don't fuck with me attitude when he's on this shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hell yeah. Like whereas Vass is kind of like, you know. Kind of like dancing and being cute, and again, I, I back then I, I was like in love with Vass, but like he's too cute on that beat. He's trying to be like too clever, too clever and slick, and that beat is not like the album closer. Right. Like it's not about you being slick anymore. It's you, right. it's you like putting that, that fucking flag in the ground, being like, "Yo, we're here. We survived all that shit from pigeons and swimming and piss and all that shit. Like now we 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 live on." To right. me, that's me- that's mega song like forever. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, so, he he paves like a uh, he starts laying down bricks of hope. You know, what I mean? yeah. mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we've been through all the hell shit. Now we survive. Now what? Now we scream Phoenix. Like it's mm. not about you know, it's not about being funny or weird. It's like mm. yo, this is real grown up shit now. Like that shit is became Phoenix with open minds. Come on, gospel. Yeah. That's the gospel. Oh that yeah, man, that shit is fire. Vortal Megala. Yep. Bless him. Lineage of greatness. Well, so, I guess that's it, huh? That's it, fellas. Right, man, yeah. Wrap that up. You know, and you know, we want our listeners out there. If you're trapped, scream Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> find, find a pigeon. You can't ride a pigeon out the hood. You could just follow it. It's gonna, it's gonna fly away when mm. you get close. And then, um, you know, the, 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 that's 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 the Bible of. Uh, of uh, Water Mega. Yep. Feel trap, scream Phoenix, and follow a pigeon. Avoid serpents and worship life. We like yes. 
street. <laughs> yo, that was the perfect, yo, Zilla, like, that was the perfect way to end the fucking... <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm just clapping my hands for you, my friend. That's Thanks, that was man. that was well done. That, that's a, oh, that's yeah. a note to go out on. Shit. Thanks. Man. Hell yeah. But I um, to call out coach. Anybody got anything they wanted to shout out? Let any, let the listeners know anything they got going on. Hell yeah. Before we get out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. Since uh. Well, for yo, can we all? I don't know. I don't want to like put stress them out too crazy, but like we need to find out if there's another Bandcamp day uh, yeah, ha- happening. Because I feel like there was. I feel like they said that there was going to be one every Friday for every month. Uh, at least it's, they, they put out an, event, an extended schedule, but I can't. I looked in my email. I can't find it. Gang, like Same, the, the right? next it couple of months, I can't find it. It disappeared. I think it disappeared. It disappeared. I did get an email that, that had a couple of dates, but I maybe to be honest, I don't know if they gave us date past July. I think right. we got that email like maybe in um May or um April or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, the April announcement was July third was the last one. Uh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. So let I mean all, all that to say is um, you know, the last band camp day was was another glorious um I mean you know, that shit is the best. That's that's what, you know, we we uh I mean that's why that's what people need. Like if we're you're putting out music or whatever, like that's that's definitely a day you can eat um and sell like old and new shit so on last band camp day um i put out uh a new two like this first single to a a record that's coming out hopefully in august we're just finishing up the last like two joints and i'm finishing the mixing and mastering hopefully next week um Mm. this is cat amani a-m-a-n-i uh from brooklyn Mm. Young Cat. Um, Word. And uh, your son was born in, like, I made a 1996 reference, and he was like, I was, I, I, did he say he was either born in 1996 or he, like, was born in 97? He's like, I wasn't even born. Oh, I'm like, damn. Okay. So, like, but um, I produced the whole, well, I produced uh, most of it. I produced, like, 85. So it's like Amani King Vision Ultra with additional producers and uh, Lucid's on there. We got, Masai yes. on there. Yes. We got um, Suede Jury. We got Akai Solo. Ooh. These are all, and these are all fam. Like this is all fam. So like, if you're familiar mm. with any of those names, then you should definitely do the do the math on everything else. Um, so that's that's coming out. That's called the Unknown Infinite. And um, stupid, you know, I'm doing the the the, the artwork on that. So yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put out this other joint. Um, that's coming to cassette. It's it's a it's a homie from the Bronx, another young cat uh, called. Um, oh, his name is Bob Pace, B A, and then Pace P A C E. Crazy, like I trust me. Like if you're on, if you want to hear like the new young guard or whatever you want to call it, like these cats, the two cats I mentioned, plus like all those those heads in it, like you know they look at like Arm and Hammer as like their elders, you know what I'm saying? And like, they, mm-hmm. they're kind of continuing in that tradition or whatever. And like this, this one especially like gets like, like kind of ill, like psychedelic, like towards the end, but in a very like, yeah, just, just check that shit out. It's on PTP, um, yeah. purple tape pedigree dot band camp. And uh, I still got my new EP coming soon. It's a visual joint. And then um, yeah, some other shit, you know what I mean? In the works, but definitely, um, I think for 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 the listeners here, I think those two would fit the 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 wheelhouse rather oh. rather well. Okay. Hey. What you got, Crip? 
I am not promoting a damn thing. And the reason why is because I'm working on like 10 things and nothing is near completion and I don't <laughs> want to overpromise and underdeliver. So just follow me on social, Crip Uno at everywhere and you'll eventually see something. Um, yeah. I mean, Adam's family never has done that, made a history of doing that. So I think that's a good, yeah, well, good tradition to that, keep that, going with. That, that's exactly why I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> finally, after 30 years of making music and promising shit that didn't happen, I'm finally learning my lesson. So I'm not promising anything. I, got, I literally have eight projects nearing completion. Wow. But until they're done, right, don't jinx it. I'm not, not, not saying a word. So yes, yeah, check me out on social media. <laughs> Coming soon. Indeed. Things. Things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Ke- me and Alaska have updates. Yeah. Bang bang. Uh-huh. Cargo Colts taking shape. Yeah. Cargo Colts. Shape. We have a tentative release date. Uh, Sick. What? September oh, yeah. 32nd. Drop it, man. We're dropping that joint. What September? is it? September 32nd, man. We're dropping that shit. September 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> the, nihil- the Nihilist Millennial album. That is the title. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a real please. title. Nihilist Millennial. Listeners, they've been going through a bunch of titles. I don't like We, we have had a lot. Them, We've had about 30 fucking titles in the last year. Yes, at least. <laughs> but uh, I, I got I to gotta chop up. I, I got to figure, since my MIDI is broke, I got this sample for last. I got to figure out how to chop it up on my, on my keyboard and send it to him. And then uh, we, we record a joint and then, uh, you know, we keep yes. moving. So there yeah. you go. And then we got uh, we got the fucking Wrecking Crew. Yo, pop, popular demand. We weren't even thinking about this shit. I'll be real. We weren't we weren't thinking about this, talking about this. People were like, yo, where's the fucking CD for Raheem's Lament? You going to press it up? Is it coming out? Where can I buy it? What are you doing? Why didn't on Spotify? I'm like, all right, sure. We'll do a fucking CD. So August 1st, tentatively. <laughs> We're going to have the CDs up or pre-orders up one or the other because one of our main CD joints just went out of business in the middle of the fucking night. They, they packed and up like the fucking like the, like, the, like the Baltimore Colts. Them shits uh, were gone. One day they were just like, yo, it's gone. We out of here. They took my money, though. It's, they took cash they from money. They disappeared. And they well, for the blue, the number. The blue yeah, Edwards shit? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. So the they first robbed. blue Edwards, I would have had the CDs by now. Um, but um, the listeners know that, so. Um, what happened was I put an order through this company and then, um, the, the website went down and that's the main portal, but the website on the page, it just said the website was under construction. It didn't tell you anything about them going out of business or anything. It said, we'll be back shortly. And it listed like four emails for the different departments. If you had questions or whatever, and a number. And so I was kind of just politely waiting for the website to come back up because I, I needed to load up the music. I had already loaded up the art and paid my Damn. down payment. Well, my pit full pay. Zilla was going to load up the music for me. So we're just kind of waiting for the website to come back online or whatever. But, and something, I can't remember, I called Z and I told him what made me, oh, this banging new uh, Boldy James record that he did with this cat, Sterling Tolls. It's like mm. Aboriginal Detroit. It came yeah, the Detroit shit. Yeah, yeah it oh. drops 20 to second. And I got the record already. We're, you know, we're not even past the first couple of weeks of, uh, of this month. So it just made me think, yo, let me call this number. You know, I got this record three weeks early from this other company. Let me call this number and see what's going on in my CDs. Call the number. Thank you for supporting us over the years. We are out of business. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Click. Whoa. Message, and it just hangs up on, you know, number, nothing to call, no nothing. And they already got my money. So I had to reroute funds and um, order um, double the CDs I was going to order. And uh, 
I got those coming though. But so fear not. Mm. Um, there you go. Blue Edwards on CD. Small the Blue Edwards CD control. coming out. Yeah, that. Um, so I got a bunch of pre-orders. They'll be out towards the end of this month. And then if you want to, I got more CDs. So copy CD. We still yeah. got like a couple of shrapnel vinyl left at Backwoods uh, Studios. The, the website. Yeah, you got sold out on Bandcamp. That shit is, shit is going. The chat's still out there digital. So, you know, we we just moving. I'm, I'm working on my next solo. Can't stop, won't stop. Some of these people that's on this electrical spot, they'll be making appearances. So, wow. you know, just, you know, support the kid. We got the merch game kicking. We got the Blue Edwards t-shirt. Mm. Wonderful art done by Shane Ingersoll. So he gave me an original pencil sketch and we made that into a t-shirt. Check that out. We got a record cool hats. I'm wearing one. Overlooked that by Kyle Tears. Check that out. Five panel and snapbacks. Bring bringing back a different camo version for the Fidel hat. I'll have that. You can see that video comes. So, you know, it's breakfast business all day. I'm enjoying it. Don't get love by Y'all want to. I want to definitely uh, send love your way, um, Wrecking Crew, love, because that 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 uh, the Raheem's lament and and also the Blue Edwards project. I definitely, um, I feel like I copped them both on the last Bandcamp day. If not, I was That's definitely you. like waiting on waiting on the next one to cop them. But like, <laughs> yo, those those. But like, I listened to both of them that that night. Like, and now. Uh, yeah, nah, solid, solid fucking work. Like, excellent Thanks, work. Bro. Everyone, everyone killed that shit. Thanks, man. You got a lot coming. Yes. I think that's all we got there, Lance. Can you want to wrap us up? Yeah. Check out Vortal. All right. Check out Vortal. See you guys soon. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, check out Vortal when I get the time. Call our culture. Yep, we're out. Peace. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Crip, gang, thanks for joining us. Of course, thank you. Yeah. Thank y'all for you know joining our wacky little circus here. Listeners, go support them, support us, support the pod. We love y'all. Peace. Peace.